0: Hello, and welcome back. From Wonder Media Network, I'm Jenny Kaplan, and this is Encyclopedia Womanica. Today we're talking about a fearless journalist and civil rights activist who witnessed and recorded some of the most monumental moments in American history. Known as the First Lady of the Black Press, meet our pioneer of the day, Ethel L. Payne. Born in Chicago in 1911 to the children of slaves, Ethel was one of six siblings. She was raised by her single mother after her father's early passing. In 1948, Ethel was working as a senior library assistant at the Chicago Public Library when she decided to move across the world to work for the Army Special Services Club in Tokyo. When the Korean War broke out in 1950, Ethel wrote extensively in her journal about the discrimination she saw against African-American troops stationed in Japan. Even though the military had been ordered to integrate, she noticed that soldiers were still segregated. She also noted the racial slurs commonly used against African-American soldiers and the regular abandonment of babies born to Japanese mothers and Black fathers. Ethel eventually showed her journal to a Korean War reporter and he sent her observations to the Chicago Defender, a newspaper that served African-American communities. Readers were fascinated by Ethel's observations on the Korean War, and her articles gave a boost to the Chicago Defender's circulation. Her stories also stirred up some controversy, as she was accused of hurting troop morale with her candid writing. Still, the editor-in-chief was impressed with her honest and insightful style, And Ethel became a full time reporter for The Defender in 1951. As a reporter, Ethel was focused on introducing audiences to under discussed stories and issues, such as the problems faced by unwed mothers. In the 1950s, that was a social issue that received little, if any, attention. In 1952, Ethel moved to Washington, D.C., to cover the McCarthy trials. belonged to it long after it had been exposed and also began her coverage of the nascent civil rights movement. In subsequent years, Ethel often expressed dissatisfaction with desegregation timelines that never seemed to be met, and other disingenuous efforts made by politicians and the American government. Her ability to express her ideas in a clear and concise manner made her an incredibly effective reporter and voice in the movement. In nineteen fifty three, Ethel made history, becoming the first African-American woman in the White House press corps. She was known for asking really tough questions. President Eisenhower became so irritated with her questions about civil rights that he refused to call on her for the rest of his presidency, and his administration unsuccessfully tried to invalidate her press credentials. The Eisenhower administration went as far as investigating Ethel's income tax returns to see if they could dig up any dirt on her all their efforts failed. Ethel was on the front lines covering the civil rights movement. She was on the scene covering Rosa Parks and the Montgomery bus boycott, and she interviewed Martin Luther King Jr. well before he was a household name. Though Ethel reported on and was present for many of the most historically significant events in the 1950s and 1960s, the majority of Americans never read her work. Ethel later traveled overseas to report on international affairs, including covering the Vietnam War. In 1970, she became the first African-American woman to work as a radio and television commentator for a national network. She then worked for CBS from 1972 to 1982. Ethel passed away from a heart attack in 1991. Though she tore down barriers and covered many of the most important events in the 20th century— her legacy is not well known. According to the Washington Post, journalist Raymond H. Boone once noted, quote, had Ethel Payne not been black, she certainly would have been one of the most recognized journalists in American society. Tune in tomorrow for the story of another incredible pioneer, the original Hollywood icon, Mary Pickford. Special thanks to my sister, Liz Kaplan who's the amazing researcher behind this collection of women. Talk to you tomorrow.